Welcome back, listeners, to the KPL Podcast. I am your host, Jagisha. And this week, you get to hear from Ryan one last time as my co-host when we interview Jesse Q. Satanto, our special guest for this episode. And then Shannon and I, my new co-host, are going to talk about some of Jesse Q. Satanto's other books. She writes both adult and YA. So there's a lot to go over. Let's get started. Our next guest, Jesse Q. Sutanto, is an award-winning author of for books of both adults and young readers. Her debut rom-com, Dial A for Aunties, was an instant indie-bound bestseller, an Amazon Best Book of 2021, and the editor's choice, and won the Comedy Woman in prize. Well, those beloved aunties are back in the recently released Four Aunties and a Wedding. Jesse, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Our pleasure. Uh, so for our listeners, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yes, my name is Jesse, and um, I am the author of a lot of books. <laughs> I have four <laughs> books um, coming out this year, and they range from books for children all the way to books for adults. Um, I live in Indonesia, which is in Southeast Asia, and it's not like in Vietnam or anything. <laughs> it's its own country. And yeah, I live here with uh, my husband and my two kids. Wow, and four books. That, uh, that must be a fairly prolific writing schedule for you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very um, hectic, like very chaotic. It's all driven by, you know, coffee and Asian guilt. So... <laughs> <laughs> So spoiler free, can you, can you tell our readers what they're going to find in Four Aunties and a Wedding? So in Four Aunties and a Wedding, um, the main character, Mehdi, is about to get married. And um, the wedding takes place in Oxford, England, where I lived for about five years. Um, it was where I got my master's and where I uh, met my husband, actually. It holds um, very special meaning for me. They're about to get married there. And of course, uh, a lot of shenanigans happen. Um, <laughs> you, you know that, you know, it's not going to be like a normal wedding with the aunties involved. And uh, the Dial A for aunties is a you know, very popular one around our library. Uh, it got us curious, what inspired the series? Uh, are the aunties based on people in your own life? Yeah, they are very much uh, based on my own relatives um i did like you know make sure that everyone's um like all the characteristics were you know kind of jumbled up and and mixed around and uh you know so no one is gonna like recognize themselves uh <laughs> in the aunties like so like one one of the ones that I can tell you, because, you know, I guess my dad wouldn't mind, is that the mom character is actually based on my dad. And like, when my mom read it, she was like, the mom is not like me. And I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's because she's based on dad. And she was like, oh, my God, like, how did I not see that? Yes. Like, <laughs> now I see it. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, the, the characters were, you know, based on my actual family. Um, so writing them felt very, very natural. And then um, with the plot, um, it's because like I've just been, you know, really into writing YA suspense. 
Um, that was actually my debut novel with um, a YA suspense with, you know, a lot of murder and stuff. And so I thought, oh, how about like murder, but plus, you know, meddlesome aunties. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that you, like your relatives are trying to tease out who, who might be who? Yeah, um, well, my cousin, because so my parents' generation, most of them um, uh, don't understand like enough English to be able to like read the book. So, uh, which is kind of fortunate, I guess. <laughs> but, but my cousins, um, you know, they were all educated abroad. So that, of course, they're like reading and they're like, is this based on my mom? And I was like, no, of course, I would never dare. <laughs> so is there a book that you read that started you on your author journey or a series of books that just got you like, oh, I think I should start writing myself? Hmm. That's such a good question. Um. I can't think of one where, you know, I was like, gosh, I, I really want to like do this. Um, uh, I guess because I, I just have, it, it feels like I've always wanted to write. So I, mm -hmm. I can't think of like one, you know, that actually triggered it. Um, mm -hmm. But I would say like my biggest influence would probably be um, Sir Terry Pratchett because uh, I, I just love his humor so much. And I, I've read a lot of his books like four or five times over just to kind of study the humor in them. Um, and I, I always thought like, you know, oh God, if, if I could be like, you know, humorous enough or, or whatever, like I, I just always wanted to do something like that. Uh, and that's such a, I, Terry, definitely one of my favorites. So that's uh... I, yeah. I, I could definitely see that would trigger trigger me uh, because yeah. he's <laughs> such a fun read. So I um, uh, read somewhere that you're a big uh, Avatar fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the um, the the original, like you know, um, mm -hmm. series, not not the not the horrible Legend. live action. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Ryan and I are both fans, so whenever I we we learn that someone else is a fan, we always have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Me too. But I'm always like, well, did you like the live action though? <laughs> that's like not my even kind of. <laughs> okay, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it did not need to be made. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, speaking about writing, uh, since you've uh, written, you know, uh, very well uh, across the gamut for like adults and young readers, uh, do you have a favorite type of book to write or like maybe a favorite scene in a book that is uh, your speciality? Um, oh, I love that question. I, I, I've never been asked this before. Okay, let me think. Um, so my hands down, like my favorite scene to write in Dial A for Aunties was when uh, Medi comes home with, you know, a dead guy in the trunk of her car <laughs> and she tells her mom what happened. And then the mom is like, okay, I I'm going to call your aunt. And then the aunts come over and they have like a conversation about, you know, what to do. That was like my favorite scene. Like I was actually laughing, um, to myself uh, <laughs> while I was writing it. <laughs> and I had, I had never had so much fun 
um, writing a book like ever. And so I, you know, I, I just got that feeling of like, oh my gosh, um, I think, you know, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I think when I was uh, reading that part, I'm like, who would I call in my family? Like if I <laughs> <laughs> so we read this book for one of our one of our uh, book clubs and that was kind of a mm-hmm. we asked around the table saying okay so is there someone you would call <laughs> who would you call <laughs> oh I hope that everyone um you know has someone that they would call <laughs> I think I'd call Ryan be like Ryan I accidentally killed mm-hmm. you <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and on that, I would probably just hide. (laughs) Uh, So so, uh, it kind of leads me to another question is, did you find like the second book, your second ending, uh, did did it encapsulate the same amount of fun? Did you enjoy it as much? Um, Yes, like so... All the scenes where Medi is like freaking out about something and then her aunts are like, you know, acting like it's no big deal. I really, I always have fun writing those. Um, but of course, like the second book came with, you know, its own challenges, which is mostly like, oh no, what if like the first one was just a fluke and now I've lost the magic and you know, just a lot of like second book anxiety. Um, and, and I'm realizing like after writing the third book as well, I, like the anxiety is just growing. So I'm like, oh God, oh, I need to like meditate or something. <laughs> <laughs> so now I hear there's also going to be another book after uh, Four Aunties and a Wedding. So can you tell us anything about the third book? So the third book, um, I'm very excited because it's actually going to be set in uh, Indonesia. Um, So, you know, Mehdi and the aunties are are just going to be like doing their usual like shenanigans, but in Jakarta. Um, We don't have a title for it yet. So, (laughs) and I don't know like how much I can, I can reveal about it, but it is written. It just needs to be edited. Oh, pretty exciting. Well, we can't, we can't mm-hmm. wait to read it. Uh, also, speaking, uh, speaking of, uh, of hearing rumors and, and reading things online, uh, we've also heard that Netflix will be turning uh, Dial A into a movie. Uh, do you, are you able to talk mm-hmm. about that? Uh, how does that feel? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it feels so unreal, right? Uh, so we, we have a... Um, a screenwriter who is amazing. She worked on how I get how how I met your mother and um, fresh off the boat. And uh, last I heard is that um, she's finished the screenplay and um, and then they're just in the editing process. So that, like Netflix and the producers are just sending it back and forth, like with you know tweaks to be made. So hopefully, you know, uh, sometime soon, they'll be like, here's the finished script. And, you know, we're, we're looking at the casting. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, do you get a say in that, like in the casting or anything? Like, or do you have like your own dream cast in mind? So um, I have, you know, author friends who are 
more experienced than me. And, and what they tell me is that um, you have a say in it, but they're not going to listen to you. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, my dream cast, you know, is uh, mostly for the aunties. Like I would kill them, like Sandra Oh and um, Ali Wong as like fourth oh, aunt. Yeah. Like how perfect <laughs> would that be? <would> that <laughs> that fantastic casting is that would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> Oh, I watched yes. Ali Wong on uh, doing stand up. She is hilarious. So, all right, she is so good. I love her. So, one of the questions we often ask our author guests is, "What are you reading, or is there something you'd recommend that we read?" Uh, yes. So, I am. Um, I'm always reading like two books at one time because I. I listen to audiobooks and I also like read um, on my Kindle. So I'm listening to um, Such a Fun Age. I believe it's by Kylie Reed. Um, and I am reading, gosh, what am I reading? I'm reading The Verifiers um, by Jean Peck, or is it Jane Peck? Um, and that is due to come out this year. And um, so far, oh my gosh, I am loving such a fun age. I'm just like, oh my gosh, so into it. I, I keep messaging my friend as as I listen to it because she's read it already. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm at the part where this happens. And and yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I think everybody should read it because, you know, there's so much in there, like just about everything, like, um about race and like class and ah it's just amazing it's brilliant um and I I really need it to like be made into a movie mm-hmm. uh I'm also really enjoying the verifiers um it's it's like a really interesting like kind of dark humor um story and I actually have like an event with the author um sometime this week which is why I'm reading it and I'm so excited to be able to talk to her um so uh one question uh you know our usual wrap-up question is uh what do you hope Mm -hmm. that readers take away from your new book okay so with four aunties and a wedding I really hope that readers will uh take away that there are so many different immigrant experiences um so you know like when when I first moved overseas um like my parents really struggled with it and and they were like oh well this this is not how you know like we would meet with um people who came from Taiwan or people who came from China and then my parents would be very shocked that like we we were so different um and they'd be like but but we're all Asians um you know and yet it's like (laughs) it's like, we're just so different. And, and I really wanted to highlight that um, in Four Aunties and a Wedding, that, that there isn't like a correct way of, um, you know, being Asian. So I, I really hope that I, I have done it justice. Our guest today has been Jessie Q. Sutanto. You can find her most recent title, Four Aunties and a Wedding, right here at your Kirkwood Public Library or wherever fun-filled romps are sold. Jesse, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun.
So we just spoke to Jesse Q. Satanto about her latest book, Four Aunties and a Wedding. So I heard that she is also a YA author, or she writes, I guess, twisted thrillers for YA. Yes, <laughs> she does. Uh, so with Jesse Q. Sutanto, she does indeed write. She's written a couple of young adult books, which I, I did notice uh, someone on Goodreads, and I saw this quote, and I thought it was hilarious. They said, that they'd read everything that she's written and they love her, but she writes sick and twisted thrillers for YA and then quirky rom-com murder mysteries for adults, which I think is hilarious <laughs> and awesome that she saves the dark twisted stuff for the teenagers, but then provides some lighthearted uh, mystery romance for the adults. Um, so, uh, yeah, and so Jagisha, you were going to tell us more about her other adult, uh, other quirky rom-com murder mystery, and I will talk about the two uh, YA thrillers that she's written that we have here at Kirkwood Library. Um, did you want to talk about the other adult one, uh, and then I'll talk about the two, uh, the two sick and twisted thrillers? Uh, yeah, I can do that. So the first book uh, in the series that she's writing for adults is uh, Dial A for Aunties. And the second book, the book that we talked about during the interview was For Aunties and a Wedding. There is a main character named Medi, and she's got three aunts and her mother. So the four aunties are the four sisters. Um, and so in the first book, she goes on this uh, blind date and accidentally kills her date. <laughs> <laughs> oops uh, oops yeah exactly so of course what does she do uh she doesn't call the police she calls her aunties for help and so they decide to hide the body so i'm not i'm trying not to give away spoilers but i think that's all yeah. we're getting in the book uh they decide to hide the bodies in one of their coolers and just to give you a little backstory they are wedding planners and they have just landed one of the biggest weddings celebrity weddings uh i think it's set in california uh -huh. and so they're supposed to go over to the wedding location and there's a bunch of coolers that they're going to be taking so because they all of the aunties have their specialties so one person is hair and makeup one is cakes one is flowers and one is the music and so they have these coolers i think for the flowers and the cake and um one was empty and they were going to leave it behind so that's where they hid the body Unfortunately, the auntie that was supposed to watch over that particular set of coolers fell asleep. And so when the people came to pick up the coolers, they took all of the coolers. And so somehow the body gets discovered and ends up uh, some of the, the groomsmen end up dancing with the body. So it's a bit of a weekend at Bernie's time. Yeah, I was like, sounds like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> So, yeah, and then it turns out the owner of the hotel where the wedding is, it happens to be an ex-boyfriend of the main character. So now he wants to, and she's still interested in him. So, mm -hmm. you know, and she's, of course, just killed a date. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, doesn't we'll have a good track record there. Yes, exactly. So, hey. there's uh, four, four aunties in a wedding then picks up basically... Now Medi is getting married and more hijinks to follow, essentially. Ah, awesome. So yes, that's 
definitely sounds um, much more funny than the YA thrillers that she's written. Uh, she has written two YA thrillers so far. Uh, the first one is called The Obsession. And I've seen it described as the YA version of the TV show You, uh, which I believe is on Netflix. Um, so I know it was super popular. Um, basically, it's boy meets girl, boy stalks girl, boy sees girl murder abusive stepdad, boy blackmails girl into dating. <laughs> uh, because, Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's apparently very creepy. And nobody in it is likable. And it's uh, told from Jesse and Delilah's dual point of view. Jesse's the boy. Delilah's the girl. So you get to see inside both of their twisted heads. Um, so that's the obsession. If you liked the TV show You uh, or that's, that's just your jam, then definitely check it out. Her second one just came out a couple months ago. It's called The New Girl. And I, I think it's uh, it seems like with YA authors who write thrillers, they need to do like an obligatory dark academia thriller mm -hmm. because dark academia is huge in YA right now. I know tons of teens who love that. So this is her. This dark adult academia. does too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It, it's just it's just I don't know what it is, but everybody just loves the whole boarding school school it's thing. It's a Harry it's, Potter thing. I think it comes from Harry Potter. And we all sort of fell in love with the whole boarding school concept from there. And I, you know, that might be it. That might be it. And everybody's just like, oh, we love boarding schools, especially when murder happens um, or <laughs> like that. So like the best setting for murders and, and stuff. So it's true. It's true. So, in fact, one of my favorite Agatha Christie books is Cat Among the Pigeons, which takes place at a, a boarding school. So it, it goes as far back as that. So, um, yeah. So the new girl, um, the main character, um, I believe it's Leah or Lia. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it. It's L-I-A. Uh, she's been granted a full ride scholarship to run track at uh, Draycott Academy, which is an elite boarding school. She doesn't really fit in with her uber rich peers. You know, she's comes from a working class background. Other classmates, they begin to bully her in person and online. And she realizes the school is super shady. There's corrupt teachers, drug dealers, blackmailers. And she just has no idea what she's gotten herself into. So that's the new girl by Jesse Q. Santanto. And that is in, on the new shelf right now in the teen room <laughs> so those are her two sick and twisted YA thrillers to go with her adult quirky rom-com murder mysteries uh, very uh, a lot of different um, topics there to cover and uh, she's got quite a range <laughs> mm -hmm. that is that's amazing yeah Kind of reminds me a little bit of Pretty Little Liars. I was pretty addicted to the to the show and kept coming back trying to figure out who A is. And so, have you read the books? I have not. I've been meaning to and just haven't gotten around to it. But I do want to read the books. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's that. Like I said, Dark Academia. It's still there's more and more books coming out. Very popular. Uh, what I guess subgenre. I don't mm -hmm. know. <laughs> 
Um, and I know teens, I've had teens tell me how much they just love it. And you're right, it might be coming from the Harry Potter thing. They just, and it is, it is a good uh, atmosphere, especially because a lot of times they're like, and this school is super old, like it's been around since the 1800s and mm-hmm. maybe it's haunted. <laughs> So I also read a lot of indie authors, and so it's also a big trend within indie authors and both YA teen books, but it's also like a subgenre of romance, too. Mm. Oh, okay. So there's, yeah, so they have a subgenre of magical or fantasy romance, paranormal Mm -hmm. fantasy romance type where they also have like the girl is ends up at this academy school. She suddenly learns that she has magical abilities. And then ends up meeting, you know, her, her romantic hero or whatever. But uh, anyway, so it's, it's just interesting how like the genre sort of, you know, it started one way and then it sort of morphed into all these other like little slight variations of it. Yeah, it is. And it's, uh, and I love it. It's fantastic. Like I said, I, like Cat Among Pigeons, Agatha Christie, that was, you know, uh, gosh, probably almost a hundred years ago published. And it is a really good location for a murder mystery because there's, of course, if you're at a school, there's so much drama between teachers and students and students and students, and then the parents get involved and Mm -hmm. it's uh, just a really fantastic setting. So I can totally understand why authors continue to write them and why readers continue to read them. Absolutely. Well, listeners, what do you think of our recommendations? Uh, do you have any suggestions for us? And uh, let us know what you think of Jesse Q. Satanto's books, both for YA and for adults. We'd love to hear from you. So write to us at podcast at kirkwoodpubliclibrary.org. Apart from Jesse, this episode is additionally special, as it is my last. I'm off to explore other things, and ordinarily on the KPL podcast, we leave on slightly witty repartee, and a quote. And I see no reason to change that now. So that's our show this week. Thank you so much for listening. My good friend Jagisha is off to show me the door. And as I collect my things, I'd like to thank this week's special guest, Jesse Q. Sutanto, for being that special guest. And thank you for sharing your book, Four Aunties and a Wedding. It's definitely a fun read. I leave now on an extremely self-indulgent quote from one of my favorite doctors, number 12, as played by Peter Capaldi. That's good advice regardless. Always try to be nice, but never fail to be kind. Thanks for listening. I shall be listening right along with you next week. Goodbye.